you're all doing super well today or tonight whenever you're listening to this um if you're new welcome this is vagina slims and we do this every few weeks or so my name is lauren rose i'm the host of this thing so um yeah welcome and thank you as always just for hanging around and supporting and all that stuff uh feels real nice so life has been nuts as per usual but this is like my last week or so of college um so there's been like a lot of thoughts going through my mind um but first and foremost i wanted to mention a few events that are happening in the twin cities if you are local and listening to the podcast um from here firstly take back the night is friday at mctc plaza downtown minneapolis um and this is an event that i've helped put on for a few years now um i think it's three so yeah, um, what Take Back the Night is, it's a annual event um, to stand up to sexual assault and rape. Um, and it's like a topic that's near and dear to me for various reasons. And um, I don't know, it's always a good time. Basically, we all come together and listen to music. And there are like a bunch of booths there. There's going to be some sort of, um, I'm not quite sure on the specifics, I should know, but um, self-defense training uh, Devada Dawn and Boyf is going to be playing, and then we are going to rally and go downtown and march and protest, um, and then we come back for something called Open Mic, which is an opportunity for anyone who's experienced assault to share their stories if they want. Um, you know, you don't have to, like, say some fucking, like, life lesson about it that you've learned. It's literally just an opportunity for you to speak if that's, you know, a way that you want to cope with whatever you got. So, um, yeah, that's going to be good. And I met a few of you last year, um, and that was really nuts and awesome. So feel free to just say hey to me. I won't really be on um, my phone, I don't think. Um, so, yeah, just come up to me. This Thursday, I will be on KFAI, um, I think 7 to 8 p.m. for their programming there to talk about Take Back the Night, so tune in there. Um, and then lastly, I have a opening uh, i have some work at the nash gallery on west bank so uh, two installations and so there's going to be opening on thursday as well but i'll be in and out because i have the interview and stuff so feel free to come by and check out the stuff there's a lot of great work um and yeah so that's housekeeping right there life is all right i like somehow managed to make it through this these like three weeks had been total hell and I have like some more stuff to do but whatever it's like kind of irrelevant to you guys um but um recently I ended up re-watching Palo Alto and um I just thought about it again and kind of how I how I feel about the film and um the experiences that it shares and I was listening to a lot of the soundtrack as well and it just kind of gave me this uh throwback vibe because <laughs> uh, I haven't listened to artists like Mac DeMarco you know in a while after my experience with that if you've listened to this podcast um, and I don't know I was just thinking about those feelings that the characters felt and um, you know I used to think like that 
that way of feeling was just kind of like an adolescent period. But truly, like, the more I think about it, you know, it's really not over when you're an adolescent. You just, like, develop more language um, and deal with it in a more quote-unquote adult way. And I don't know, thinking about college and leaving it and all the relationships and friendships that I've been through, you know, nothing's really changed. And um, I don't know, so we'll be discussing a little bit of that. But um, first off, I'm going to play a Mac Marco song, which I've never done on the podcast before. Y'all know I had an experience <laughs> with his band. Um, you can go find that. I won't repeat it. But this song, I feel, is just super in tune with the feels of Palo Alto. And it really struck me because I hadn't listened to it in a while. But when I first listened to it, it, it really hit me, um, hit me hard. So this is Treat Her Better by Mac DeMarco.
that was Treat Her Better by Mac DeMarco. Um, I'm not sure if that version was out on Salad Days or not, but, um, yeah, that was the album that it was from. And, yeah, it's, it's nice. It's kind of, um, it's sad and, like, shitty in a way. You know, like, I see a lot of relationships or flings or something, um, that I relate this song to, you know, like somebody's kind of being taken advantage of. <clears throat> I don't know. Like when you're going through the motions of like relationships or friendships, sometimes you just don't treat them the way they should be treated. And then, you know, when you're at a loss and people are asking you like, is this really like what you want? Like if you like her so much, like why are you, you know, blah, blah, blah. And um, I think that struggle is like frustrating from an outside perspective, but also frustrating from an inside perspective you know when you have to deal with that on your own plate and um I don't know like in Palo Alto which I'm going to be referencing a lot so if you haven't seen the film I'm sorry this might be like a over the head kind of deal but um like Teddy you know like everyone's in love with Teddy in the film Jack Kilmer but truly like he isn't treating April real right and it it isn't even necessarily tied to like that one night at the party that they have, you know, but, um, you know, just, like, not being communicative or appreciative of, um, this girl that he's, like, you know, in love with, and I, I saw a tie there. Anyways, I might cool it on the Palo Alto talk, because I know not people, or not many people have seen it, but, um, yeah. I also just like how, okay, <laughs> I totally am contradicting myself, but like in that film, they play um, Viceroy or something by Back to Margo, and it's just so like indicative of that culture of young teens, and I've like shit on it before, like in my podcast, I talked about my experience at the concert that I went to and all the shit that happened, like the epitome of... <laughs> the Mac DeMarco culture were like a bunch of boys in the front row wearing like Marlboro hats and screaming like play Viceroy and like smoking cigs left and right and stuff and um I don't mean to like really shit on that because I think it's just interesting and just like a little phenomena that happens um but yeah a lot of a lot of its fans are real shitty anyways sorry I'm kind of like hyped up on a Americano even though I'm sure I sound boring as hell. Um, I wanted to go to Instagram and just say a couple shout outs because I really appreciate when you guys um, say nice things to me on there. So I want to give you a little uh, kill, kill Nix. I'm not sure if that's right. Says, just listen to the podcast, my previous one. Um, we have the same birthday. Happy belated birthday, buddy. Happy birthday to you, too. Man, that was forever ago. <laughs> um, let's see. Sleep Sound. Well, I love you. You know that. But catching up on Vagina Slim's podcast as I do homework. Very rad. Um, Olivia Grimm. I'm catching up on a few episodes that I missed on Saturday night because I didn't feel like being social and see my friends. But it seems like I'm having a cool sleepover with a super cool friend. Thanks, Lauren. Keep it up love you guys as always <laughs> that's awesome um there was one person in particular i'm trying to find your girl 
AC? Ace? Ice. I'm not sure that really. Uh, um, I love listening to you in my long rides in the car. Hope you come back soon with another podcast. Lots of love from Belgium. That's awesome. My mom lived in, um, I think, Brussels when she was a kid. She's not from Belgium, but um, her father lived there because of business stuff. So, yeah, I went there and they have this, um, I think it's in Waterloo, that, that tall ass hill with all the war and stuff it was so trippy being there and she also used to live like in this kind of um i don't know suburban farm area and we went back to visit her old house and it's all like everything's been paved over and like new places are being built and um but yeah thank you (laughs) um yeah all right i'm gonna jump to um tumblr and for those who ever want to submit anything to the podcast, I just do it through my ask box on Tumblr. So it's don't find me on the internet Um so I'm gonna scroll and see if we can find something. Um Anonymous said <laughs> What do you think happened after my so called life ended? Like what happened after the ending? Oh my god. Um Okay, I haven't seen it in a while so this is like what i'm getting like in my head like my vibe so it's like her and brian right like in the street and she's like has her purse or something and she's just kind of twirling around because he wrote the note that how do i not know his name jordan god jordan catalano gave that he gave to angela so but then she finds out right that he wrote it oh this is so bad i should really know (laughs) but then they're seeing each other still okay so i think that angela probably went out with jordan for like mm, a few months or something and then he fucked up again because the boy is honestly he was never right for her anyways you know what i mean but i don't think brian and her would get together anyways you know (laughs) this is like total fanfic level here like i just don't feel like i feel like they continue to be really good friends and stuff but like after you know losing rayanne to that whole situation and all that stuff i feel like angela probably just like i don't know like shape up after a while and like grow and then perhaps we'll be friends later on but like i don't know like, the vibe I got from her at the end of the season was that she, like, had grown and she was, like, learning about people and she still was going to, like, be with Jordan a little bit because she was curious and happy, but I ultimately think, like, she would be smart enough to, like, get out of it, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> that's what I think. Who knows what happens in anything. And I think, actually, I also think that her parents probably would would have gotten divorced because I feel like her mom would not fuck with her dad you know cheating on her and it was so strange because like I watched the first episode a while back with my friend again um and I hadn't noticed like in the first episode he was talking like to a secretary or something like that like they were having a thing so not only did he cheat on her once but twice or you know however many times maybe I like read into that wrong but Use the sleaze ball, so yeah, 
great show though it's like one of those like that and freaks and geeks just those one season kind of shows are just so pure and perfect and we should pay homage to them on the daily Uh, all right so speaking of paying homage i thought that i would play some blood orange or um dev hines very talented in um, a bunch of ways can play a bunch of instruments and um Dev did the soundtrack for Palo Alto, and it's just so beautiful, like this um, low, foggy, underlying synth. Um, And of course, you know, his songs have just like a lot of truth to them. Um, So there's a really good song that I want to play, and you've probably heard it. My friend Ross is probably going to kill me because I'm playing like the most basic intro level songs to these artists. But um this is never good enough and i'm not sure if it was in the film but like i feel like it should have been you know (laughs) so never good enough blood orange enjoy Never was in love, you know that you were never 
Never Good Enough um, by Blood Orange. Super, super good. Because I feel like it's kind of, um, I don't, it's like, it's in tangent with um, the first song that I played. You know, like when you're in a relationship with somebody or a fling of sorts and you kind of expect for it to, you know, come out a certain way and it ends up not being that way, but you are still going back to it and indulging in it when truly it's like just not good for anyone involved you know like the whole 49 days lyric I don't know why (laughs) I just like uh totally relate to that um okay so let's see I'm gonna go back to tumblr uh anonymous says (laughs) Oh no. Uh what's your worst dating dating experience? Um well, I'm actually I don't know. This might be like a little bit of an overshare, which I try to avoid on this sometimes, but um I don't date very often, but one the one thing I'll say is like my fir- my freshman or sophomore year, I dated a barista. which is literally the worst idea i really highly encourage all of you to never date a barista if you like going to that coffee shop a lot or you have like friends who go there um and it was like good at first but then i just realized like that i was totally romanticizing the situation and um i couldn't like give what he wanted from me and i just felt like a total ass when that I don't know. It was just pretty bad. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, don't date a barista and don't date your coworkers either because that's just... I also had that. I think I've talked about it though. Um, with this kid who looked like Curly from Hey Arnold, you know, like the the psychopath character with the glasses. And he was like really intelligent and I really gelled with him. Um but some stuff went down and it like didn't work out and then I had like come in and thankfully I was like quitting that job soon but like ugh, like I can't take that kind of stuff so yeah (laughs) anonymous said hey lauren I love your podcast and wanted to ask for your advice lately I've been feeling kind of down because at work and school I get hit on by a lot of different guys at schools, it's guys that may have been a bit older than me, but at work, it's guys that are too... <laughs> oh, God. But at work, it's guys that are old enough to be my dad. I've had bad experiences with with relationships, and I'm scared of relationships. It makes me feel so horrible to go to school or work and try to be okay. I guess it's because I act unassuming or sweet. I don't know. Sad face. Oof. Yeah, um isn't that like always the case like when you're sweet or happy or nice people take that as an invitation for intimacy you know 
which I think we were talking about in the last podcast with um, the Sylvia Plath stuff that we read. And I find that to be very hard too, because um, I want to be, you know, happy and, you know, myself ultimately, but I don't want that to jeopardize, you know, the friendships around me. Or um, in your case, it sounds completely different. Like older dudes hitting on you, that's never nice because it just, you know, I was thinking about that too, like getting hit on by older men. Like, why does it seem so disgusting? And it's because, you know, they kind of get to watch us our whole lives as we grow up and mature and suddenly they like are interested in us. But like, you know, you never see older women hitting on guys and obviously like patriarchy and stuff like that. But like, I don't know. It's like different because they are so unashamed of like how gross they are being or like objectifying that they're being. And that is like really rough. Like I've had times with street harassment. Like I remember, um, I think it was like my freshman year of college or something. Like I went home uh, to live with my parents and I'd go out with friends and kind of be out in the city and like I would just count you know the street harassment that happens or even like when I walk through the park or something like I always make sure that I have like my iPod in or I look down whenever I pass a group of guys because I don't even like want to give them eye contact because I'll know that they'll be doing something towards me and um perhaps it's not the case all the time but like that's the way it feels and I always you know also like being nice in terms of like not trying to start confrontation is like we always have to be nice or um or just like avoid the situation like that is the the most fucked up part you know because like you said it makes going to school suck it makes going to work suck and it makes everything suck essentially and Like, I find connections with that, especially with, you know, sexual assault, since I am working within that realm. Um, And I had an experience myself, like, about a year and a half ago to two years ago, where, like, I I was dating somebody, and, um, you know, this is going to be, like, a trigger warning here. I'm going to talk about sexual assault. But, um, yeah, I was dating somebody, and I didn't quite know if I liked the whole situation but it was new and I hadn't really dated anyone anyone before because I just am more of like a private person you know and everybody is rooting for me because like people kind of knew of him he was in the music scene he played drums in a band um and after a few weeks of dating like he raped me you know and like, I was crying, I, like, tried to push him off, and then, like, this thing in my brain, you know, when you think of, like, fight or flight, like, I was naturally, like, well, I'm too scared to, like, retaliate, I don't want him to get angry, I don't want to, like, create drama, like, I'm very much, like, a low-key kind of person, and so my response, like, my my body response, which is even more fucked up, my body response was to just like flight basically to like get out of my own body and just zone out and like numb out basically and hope that like it ends quick you know what I mean which I think uh like there's a whole article that I was reading about niceness and like the politics of niceness and how 
sometimes the easiest way to get out of confrontations is to be nice, but that's also this this way that people have found to like manipulate women especially or people who are quote unquote like unassuming it's just to use their niceness against them to get what they want and it's very real and I know that it sucks like when you have to observe all of this um but that's why I think like these kind of events are important or even talking to people about these kind of events you know sharing truths like I think that's ultimately one of the best healing devices is to just like share and like be listened to and like surround yourself with people who actually are going to listen to you and um it's it's still always there though you know like there's no happy ending for the situation I don't know that sounds like very um pessimistic but truly it isn't you know like when I go out I have to have like an escape plan always you know if I'm like going to a concert I need to know if he's gonna be there and if I need to leave and the most fucked up thing about my situation was that afterwards I actually got into contact with somebody who also had the same situation with him but it was varied and apparently there's another person and then his bandmate ended up raping somebody and they I think they just banded over it I'm not quite sure I haven't kept tabs on it because truly like why the fuck would I you know this is not my shit to deal with but um like I went out to get I went out to eat with my friend and I told her what happened a few weeks after it did and she said you know yeah like I heard he was kind of like that but you seem very interested in him and I didn't know if it's true and so I just didn't say anything and like I'm sorry and I wasn't angry at her because that's like how we deal like we we are nice and we don't want to assume the worst in people because that's kind of how we're taught. But if there could be a way in which we could come together and call out people and also educate people, I mean, it's not our responsibility to educate dudes and not how to rape, you know, but just to look out for each other and um, to normalize our experience of like being in a patriarchal society where we are always going to be threatened with violence um and so yeah that was kind of like a tangent but that's just something that I've kind of wanted to talk about on here for a while and you know we can talk about it more feel free to send in stuff um but I didn't know how to like approach it but you know it sucks but I really hope that like I see something in our generation truly that's like different than all the rest and that we're considering all of these these things that happen you know within rape culture and who and who isn't affected and um you know I think like we're all in general starting to become I don't know I guess the pop the pop term is woke you know like we're all becoming more woke and I think that's important and I think it's really inspiring because before I don't know I just don't want this kind of stuff to just die out you know we like talk about it once and then the rest of the year is like wow like we need to kind of create some different change and I don't know I'm interested in what you guys think about this and what you kind of propose but truly just talking about it is a really great starting point so I want to say thank you for sending in you know your struggles and I really hope that you do all right. If your workplace isn't like a good environment for me, for you, you just got to like bounce the fuck out of there, you know, and don't change who you are. Essentially, you know, it's not your problem that the world 
is up against you. You know, you have to keep on doing you and surround yourself with good people and try to get through it one day at a time. Um, and let's just stand up for each other, you know, let's do it. So, yeah, I think that's kind of a good note to leave with. Um, I did want to play one more song, and this is by Leaf, the artist Leaf. He was a dancer. He's from New York City. He's really awesome, and he used to do stuff with Das Racist. Um, really awesome guy, and this is kind of a banger, so we're, like, going up a little bit here, but um, I'll be DJing a little bit at Take Back the Night, and so um, you might hear him again if you attend that, but really awesome lyrics, and you should watch this video um, that he does, so I'll leave it down in the description if you want to check it out. Really awesome. Anyways, this is Boom by Leaf. I love you all. I hope to see you soon. Um, and yeah, good luck with finals and all that stuff. Have a good one. Jiggy, gully, puff, puff, pass, smoke real slow, drive real fast. You know how we do. Make them all say ooh. like boom. Atomic bomb come I'm the elephant in the room. Yeah, you know how we do. When we come through, make them all say ooh. Welcome to Benji Burger. I cannot take your order. New world order. LGBT cuties all over the world. A diamonds and pearls. Black sheep, black sheep. Sexy ass brown. Skin color Pepsi. Don't cook Esky. Team Coco Butter, baby. I feel sexy. Bati long time now. Bati long century. Educated black hotties make them more envy. Your bad bitch stepped in. I'm you should hydrate Anyways, I can never act my age Flexible like sunny stage You don't even know my age You super duper fly with the Uber Uber crush Sitting out on Cooper Tuba Beach giving looks More than 89, 94, and then no six They wanna get out, why you? Cause now I'm that bitch I'm slaying All day in, day out Now I mean I'm saying Like, find my horse I'm feeling kinda headless Don't ask me how I been Cause the answer is relentless Innocent, I'm so proven filthy I'm all done out here I hope the cops don't Kill me. They wanna see me blend in like real tree, but I can't do that. I got to do me. Jiggy, gully, puff, puff, pass, smoke real slow, drive real fast. You know how we do. Make them all say ooh. like boom. I'm the elephant in the room. Yeah, you know how we do. When we come through, make them all say ooh. Great touches, hot box the whip. Rollin' up the swishes, just stick it to my lips Windows with the tent, we ballooin' in the mess Bust some nigga shit, I'm a booha, I'm a bitch Flyin' trap, easy, easy pass, crazy Cause Tim's and Kiki's, we got it all the cheap How many body boys can you fit in a Jeep? How many body boys can you fit in a Jeep? I'm about to back it up Fill up my cup, let me fill up my cup I for photo booth, every day here is a photo shoot My team is too cute when we come through all soon Someone tell my haters, take it right, look at that why you mad? I got 50 living dudes on deck www.thesenickers.net This dude is my browser And we double click like Snap, crackle, poppin' shoe low Got his hot boys all over my boy Kulo Let's get stupid, let's get dumb Each one teach one how to freeze up We up in the backseat acting very uncouth No tricks, just trees I got for that sweet suit I made them scream my name three times Bloody Mary, ah, I made them scream my name three times Beetlejuice, get to me
Yeah, you know how we do When we come through, make them all say ooh